You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. Hey everybody, this is Ken Vellante with Something Rather Than Nothing, and uh, I, I'm just really excited to have Mark J. Palm, uh, artist uh, extraordinaire on the show. Mark, uh, before I start uh, you know, going on about uh, your work and uh, my enjoyment of it, uh, welcome to Something Rather Than Nothing. Thank you for having me, Ken. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the title, you know, it's 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 got a good vibe to it to me, you know. It, it, it gives you questions instead of answers. Yeah, yeah. My uh, Soren Kierkegaard said, "My duty as a philosopher is not to answer a single question, but to uh, but to only ask more." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to just to keep asking more and uh, why? Yeah, why? Like why? Why, not? why? 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 Why are we doing all this? So I think we're in the same <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, wavelength for for listeners, oh. folks out there. Uh, Mark Mark J. Palm. Um, uh, he does um, some some incredible uh, artwork. Uh, some of his um, uh, titles uh, include The Fang, which is definitely one of my favorites. He has a series, uh, Punch to Kill. Uh, there's a lot of great material, and I'm going to ask him to talk about it uh, on his uh, Patreon. And, and those who don't know, Patreon is a way you can directly support uh, artists and, and their work. Uh, one piece I'll say right off the bat is I get packages from Mark uh every few weeks and gosh it's nice uh, to go to the mailbox and get a beautiful uh artwork so um, i encourage everybody to check out his patreon but um he's he's worked and done some work with mad magazine and i just told them prior to popping on here there was a indie comics kind of comic con in portland it was at a hotel we're both uh, remembering a lot of great artists and uh, that's where i found uh mark palm and had his material and just just followed his stuff and dang we got him on something rather than nothing <laughs> so uh mark just uh h- how you been how's the how's the artwork uh, been going your routines uh, you've been busy and happy oh yeah 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 um this has been a big summer i've i've got like three big comics i was working on um a few illustration pieces just pounding it out and you know pushing a lot of ink around um and then also doing a lot digitally too so i'm I, I move in both both worlds there, kind of kind of keep a balance on that. Um, so yeah, I'm working on a lot of stuff. Um, a new punch to kill is close to being finished. Um, I've got something coming up uh, called Implants that I'm illustrating with a writer Matt Acosta, and that's going to get serialized in a, a magazine called Infinite Horrors. All right, um, starting starting this fall, I think. So wonderful. Uh... Yeah. Um, hey, uh, dropping in on this too, and I've seen on the Patreon, it's a kind of like a technical little piece, but I just don't want to forget to ask the question. I was noticing oh, sure. you doing some, some sketching, uh, recently, and, uh, I, I was just picking up on the details. You know, I learned from artists, how do they do it and what type of tools that they use, but I noticed this really cool, you know, pen you were using, using a blue and, uh, and, and a black and, and, and just, it, 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 I mean, it's just, it just popped out and I was like, Oh yeah. You like that? And you, yeah. You're talking about the tool and all that stuff. Like what's going on with that? Like I'm on from the outside. Like what, what, what oh, what's yeah. up with that? Why does it look so cool? Oh, uh, well it's, it's cool. Cause I made it. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I was, I was asked by, um, Kelly Fro at short run to, um, 
to teach a little class, they had they have like a surplus of uh, these Hunt 102 pen nibs. Um, they're the you know your normal dip pen nibs, but they're really fine point, uh, really good for writing or like super fine lines, and that's what a lot of cartoonists use. Um, so she asked if I could you know do a demo and kind of maybe help assist people through using it and giving them some tips and hints and whatnot. I said, yeah, that's fine. I can, I can do that. Um, like I said, it's kind of a contrast to the the comic that I just did, the Punch to Kill. I drew that all in a ballpoint pen, and um, it, that was a revelation to me because I hadn't worked in that level with ballpoint. But man, it was yeah. so freeing, and it, I really enjoy the way it looks. So she's like, well, we'll do nibs and ballpoint. So teach them both. So uh, I knew I had to come up with some sort of imagery to kind of sell it or you know give someone an idea. I necessarily, I necessarily don't merge these two inks or these mm-hmm. styles, but uh, I just figured out a way. I was like, you know, do do the pen nib inking as I would, so, you know, a lot of black outlines um, and some fine strokes, but then the ballpoint, it's like, it's feathery, you know, and I kind of try to like sketch in a lot of lines. It gets more of a pencil type of stroke on that. So yeah, just kind of combining those things. That's how I came yeah. up with that. So I'm glad you enjoyed that. I, you know, it was, yeah. I hastily shot a little video and kind of doing a, a demo myself. Um, see if I could do it live, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I, heck, Mark, we're going to go from uh, nibs to why the universe exists uh, during <laughs> yeah. the time here. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, um, no, I really loved it. And I really, really loved the videos and um, just a peek into, into how you do your things. Um, Mark, uh, I do want to start off. You know, like kind of with the the big uh, con- conceptual question, and yeah. uh, so I, I I love your art. I've been a huge fan, which you just realizing you know more <laughs> time those people out there just loving all your stuff. But um, so I, I'm I'm jazz. I'm like uh, Mark Mark Palm is like one of my favorite artists. I love what he does, <laughs> and I say, oh, that these are great art pieces. But well, Mark, what and you're an artist? I mean, what what is art? Like, what what do you think art is? Art's really, you know, art, that word or art itself, you know, it's, I guess it's like love. It's very hard to define, or there's like a million definitions of it. So I try to have like a very broad view of it because it, it gets down to, I think one major thing and it's, it's problem solving. Art is problem solving. So maybe you have a problem. I need, I need a unicorn. I need a horse with a horn coming out of its head. Okay. Now you need to develop this. You need to come up with this thing. So you use all of your skills, every experience you've ever had, every thought, every piece of information you've ever collected in your mind about horses and horns and pens and whatever. And you sit down and you draw this thing and it comes out your way. It comes out the way you could filter it, you know, um, whether or not you like that or whether you want to challenge yourself to do a better one, that's up to you. So that, but you've created something and you've communicated. Um, so I think art is just like, it's a problem solving thing. And so that can range from unicorns to a chair, to poetry, to, you know, anything. It's like, it's a problem you have, you have to get something out of your mind or you're challenged by somebody with an idea and you could visualize it, but how do I make it? You know? And I think that's, that's where that thing comes in. So I think art can be very widely described in my mind, in my universe. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I really enjoyed how, how you started and saying as, you know, solving a problem. And I, 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 I once I heard that, I just uh, connected in my mind about, uh, I've been thinking about artistic process and imagination and the kind of the boundless elements of it. And I think applying to what is it that you need? What is it that you need to process? And um, with, you know, creating art, it just... I think you might have used the word, but limitless or, you know, kind of there's a whole uh, anywhere to, to, to pull from it. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And your oh. hand, and you know, your hand is formed by your experiences and all that type of thing. And I love one of the things I love about unique art and seeing how artists do things is because it's a reflection of unique mind. When I see artists do things like you do and others that are unique and, and, and exciting, it's that um, that there you can do what you want. That that, yeah. that it feels it feels <laughs> f- uh, fun. I find that in your art. It's like, um, and I want to d- describe the listeners what I'm talking about. I mean, <laughs> if we talk about uh, Mark Palms the Fang, which I'm sure a lot of people like, uh, if if you've heard of it, you notice is like I I, I hate to describe your art, but it's you know a uh, <laughs> uh, uh, monster killing Muppet um, with fangs. And yeah. the the part that's really uh, thrown me off a tiny bit, there it is, the fang. I um the part that's thrown me off is that I did not want to be attracted uh, to the fang, and <laughs> and I felt that Mark uh, J Palm here has put put me or maybe other readers in a different. <laughs> um, but what, the the underlying point is, it's 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 fun, it's adventurous. You can uh, do what you will. Thank yeah, you. Uh, exactly. and, you know, you could do what you will. And, um, and, uh, and I think when I first met you, I saw you might've had on your promotional stuff, uh, mad magazine and the media connection was in my head of playing, messing around, sticking a middle finger at being <laughs> like, I can do this, you know, sensibilities. Yeah. And, uh, are all the pieces part of the vibe and tone of what you're trying to do there with, with, yeah. with the fang? Yeah. Yeah. That's all there. You got it. Um, it's, you know, I just want to have, I just want to have a lot of fun with this character, and it's exciting to me to write someone who, you know, she's immortal. She, you know, is obviously a narcissist because she's a vampire or whatever else, but like, she just thinks so much highly of herself, and she's skilled. She's got all those years of experience. She can just murder and do whatever she wants, get away with it. She's probably unlimited amount of money or whatever. She can get away with whatever. So yeah, she just entertains herself with like, I'm just gonna go kill monsters. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this werewolf out on a date and then trap him. Cause I'll flip the script. Werewolves usually trap other people and then go, Oh, I can't control myself, you know. And she's like, I'm not buying that shit. I just wanted to get laid by a werewolf and you know she likes to try other monster blood, you know. Oh, oh, oh what's this guy gonna taste like? You know, so she goes like that. Um and yeah, and that that whole like sarcastic you know uh you know confidence to do whatever you want kind of thing yeah i making that connection to mad is pretty good i like that because um obviously the the inside art of that book is like very similar to jack davis or any of the ec guys you know that's a massive inspiration um so yeah and doing what i did for mad that broke rules for them in a way, you know, uh, the ghastly gun tinies written by Matt Cohen. Um, they took up four pages in mostly black and white to tell a very not funny story of children 
in a you know shooting situation. You know, yeah. I illustrated that in the Edward Gorey style because I'm a, um, a mimic in art wise. Um, so, you know, that that was pretty big for them. And yeah, I'm glad they did. I'm glad it took off as well as it did. Uh, you know, put them on the map just before they became, you know, reprinted materials. Yeah. Yeah. Thank th- Thank you. And uh, <laughs> uh, listeners, um, the, the last episode, uh, recent episode, we had the Death Valley Girls, Mark Palm, uh, a couple of nice uh, pieces uh, featuring the Fang and then mm. talking about uh, Bonnie and Sammy and uh, Death Valley Girls. And they they love the art and uh, a lot of a lot of folks love that art. So uh, really, really appreciate um, your work there. Um, yeah, they uh, look Mark. They look fun. I'd like to, you know, if they want to do collaboration, a poster or something like that, it'd be fun. Hell's be the same the, vein. Yeah. yeah. Hell's to the, uh, I mean, uh, art organizing, you combine artists, you combine uh, talents and uh, what, oh, what happens. Power numbers. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's so fun. Uh, Mark, tell us about the, the Patreon. I, I told folks about what it is. Oh, yeah. and many, uh, many artists and listeners would know a Patreon, but just tell us about, um, you know, about it, uh, how you set it up and, uh, you know, what you do with it. Yeah. The Patreon is, it's interesting. Um, I mostly, I mean, everyone's got, you know, probably different types of Patreons or views of it. Um, but I like to look at it as like, it's the, the fan page or the fan group. Um, if you're a Fang fan, you show up here and I'm going to tell you things. I'm going to give you ideas that I'm not selling anybody else. Like if I could do yeah. a decoder ring, I'd send that to just the patrons, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that kind of thing. So I want, so I do basically like blog entries where I describe what I'm working on, how I'm doing it. sort of the process of the drawings. Um, I find that interesting about other people. I find it interesting about my own stuff and kind of, to, you know, see my own dissection. Um, yeah. I get to explain it. It also works as a little diary for me in a way. So, yeah. Um, but so the, that's the entries I put up, you know, PDFs of any of the zines that I make. Um, I then mail out physical ones to people that are on a, a higher tier. So I try to make something that, you know, I love the ephemera. Uh, digital is great. I get a lot out of it, but I still want to have a thing in my hand and yeah, I think other people yeah. do. And I just want to, you know, I've been making zines since 1993. I kind of can't Damn. stop. Like, folding yeah. and stapling these little guys so um <laughs> i'm just gonna keep doing it um if i can afford better and more i'll do that you know sometimes i um uh you know for christmas i did like a sexy krampus card you know a little promotional image based off of something a little just to, but yeah then the you know there's the fang zines yeah so, Love That's the fang just... and the fang with combining fang and rock and roll. I almost turned off the computer mark and said, I gotta put this away. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Rock yeah. and roll, rock star now. So Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got a lot of heroes that are like that, you know. Um my, my wife here, you know, she's a punk rock, she's a singer and she makes her own yeah. music and does everything else. So yeah, got I a lot was of inspiration. Reading, I, I I enjoyed that because you know, you just read a little bit about you know, I mean, you might have mentioned it, and I just I was reading about you know her involvement in, in the yeah. scene and the punk. I just there was just a great uh, uh, vibe around all that, and I could feel it in you know the art uh, that you've shown and, and, and yeah. talking about her. So well, and that's yeah. that's the thing about the Fang too is like uh, I wanted to. I'm inspired by all the women around me and all these great women in my life, and my mother and my grandmother, and you know, so like I want to 
kind of do an homage to them and these badass women and just, you know, treat her real and give her some, you know, some real fangs. <laughs> yeah. In. Well, I loved, I loved that you said that too. I mean, I think on, 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 uh, on the podcast I've had, you know, a majority of, uh, of female guests and, um, there, there's a lot I find, I use the podcast a lot of times, um, just to learn. I have this kind of endless curiosity. So I try to learn, That's but great. also sell, you know, celebrate the artists, uh, yeah. that I hear. But what, what I found, uh, a lot of times is just, um, I wanted to, whenever I can, because it's my own interest is to feature, who I want to feature, like who I mm-hmm. want to feature and to reach out into different areas and, and, and art. And I've learned so much, um, from all my guests, but, uh, the women on the guests and, and sometimes being pioneers and, and first in, 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 in what they do. And, uh, and I think too, with the whole zine culture, if we think of riot girl and so what you're talking about, like Seattle, we think of some cities and that whole zine yeah. culture, whole long ethos of like, rebellion strength resilience it's uh yeah it's exciting i think we you know you're excited about communication with that yeah communication is that's you know um that's kind of the role of art if you know it's the problem solving is to create something what are you doing you're creating it to communicate to someone else what a horse with a horn looks like or you're trying to tell yourself what it is you know you're kind of i've i've pushed a lot of ink around on you know sketch pads and looked at it days later and be like, oh, that's what I drew. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess that is a kind of a reflection of last week, but you know, it's we're revealing things about ourselves and also just, you know, moving things and doing stuff. So we're communicating. We have to, you know, it's, it's whether it's the words or the image or whatever, it's um, we gotta express ourselves somehow. We I mean, we're like little sponges of information. We're constantly just absorbing stuff. We gotta expel it one way or another. Um yeah artists are people who just they train their the drawing muscle more than the running muscle or the hammer muscle or you know or the salesman muscle (laughs) so yeah a lot of us are not good salesmen because we're focused on the other bits but um yeah and and i used i had the question there the role of art and i i appreciate what you said is be able to um be able to communicate, uh, communicate out. Can you tell me, can you tell me as an artist, have you felt that you have a choice in being an artist and communicating the way that you do, or do you feel so much as far as who you are and what you express that this is my only choice? Like, how do you feel about, you know, you know, being an artist human, you know, that's the yeah, way yeah. you are human. Yeah. It's, um, to, yeah, I, I guess, you know, to put it as like, if I have a choice, yeah, I guess I have a choice. I could not if I wanted to, but ultimately I do feel, and I, I state this to other people, like, I I got a sickness, you know, I'm just going to draw, I'm just going to create and make things. Um, there's no, that's, there's no like deep, there's no motivation deeper than just like my own brain and my own ambition just to like, I got to get these ideas out or I enjoy doing this. It's like, swimmers probably enjoy swimming so you know they could choose not to if they wanted to but like i enjoy pushing the ink around or drawing or whatever so i'm going to keep doing that um so i think so i i I think of it sort of as sickness and my motivation is self-satisfaction um and i think that 
should be the goal or I, I don't should be is not a good way to term things, but um, I, I think I would encourage others to be more self-satisfaction based in creating art versus money based. Like, Oh, I see this formula. I've seen people make money at it. So I'm going to replicate that and try to make money. And then, you know, you're, you're kind of taking up table space because you're not in it authentically, you know, to do it. You're just trying to like hope that leaps off into making a bunch of cash or you get a cartoon deal or something. And it's like, yeah, there's people that are in it really yeah. deep. <laughs> so I want to, we've talked bumped around a little bit with, uh, with, with the music. I, in my mind, I have these things just interrelated. I can't separate out the music and create. Oh, there's a lot of parallels for sure. Yeah. So, um, is there anything I'm just going to ask is, is there anything uh, your Pacific Northwest? Um, I'm from the East coast originally, and I'm particularly sensitive to the differences, the wonderful, the maddening differences of the Pacific Northwest and, and, mm-hmm. and, and loving it and yeah. truly belonging, but also being perplexed by it all the time. But talking about the music scene, when I came out here at the music scene, Portland blew my mind because there's a lot of metal there. I'm a big doom metal guy. Oh, nice. Punk. Yeah. So it has that good vibe. I've been up to Seattle and caught some Seattle music and, you know, know historically the scene there. Is there something about the, the, the music and that stuff that's going on that comes out and, you know, your experience and your work that's Pacific Northwest, Washington, that type of thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, I, I, I grew up my first like 23, four years were in Michigan. Um, and, you know, originally in the suburb of Detroit, then in the corn country where I developed my taste because I had to like start hunting for music. And it was yeah. during the nineties, it was during the nineties. So, you know, going after the grunge stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was, that's when my mind turned on to music was in that era. So obviously I was drawn to Seattle. Yeah. I came out here in the early two thousands and haven't turned back. Um, the music the music was a draw and the accessibility to good music, you know, couldn't, you know, couldn't be matched. Uh, I, I didn't go out to too many shows in Detroit and Chicago, like I should have or could have. Um, but Seattle was way easier to get to and buy stuff and get new CDs and use CDs and all this other stuff and trade with people. Um, and so, yeah, later it was like, it was probably another five or seven years after I was just kind of seeing shows that I got involved with the people in the shows and putting on shows. And, um, my wife, she was a huge, you know, local event coordinator for all these noise yeah. shows and experimental music and stuff. So, um, once I got involved in that, then it's like really got deep. And so, yeah, that, that plays a huge part of it. And I think the, the parallels with independent music and independent comics are very similar. Like everyone's, pushing really hard to make their stuff and, you know, get a sale and whatever else I feel there's a weird musicians. They have to go out and perform, you know, after they've recorded or before they recorded, they have to go out and perform this piece of artwork every time and have the same passion and have the same energy and the same care and the same love of doing it every time. They have to sell it that way. Luckily I only have to draw my, comic book it takes a year maybe but i only had to draw it once yeah you know and you know it takes you maybe as long to read my comic as it does to listen to a song but there's there's that weird you know balance there's differences but man being a musician that's 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 hard (laughs) i can't imagine 
being, you know, professional or full time. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, give, uh, I give a lot of credit to that. Yeah. Thanks for your comments around that. I mean, I, I, sometimes I was just, you know, talking to you. I mean, sometimes people's brain doesn't think about these, what could be disparate elements in this, in, in this, in the same way. And I, what I find really interesting, Mark, and I mentioned earlier about, um, the panels that you did, this is hmm. in the same vein. I've never done, I've done 153 episodes and I've commissioned a couple pieces, but in yeah. some, somewhere in my head, once I mm-hmm. had contacted them, I saw them like in the comic book world and I had been talking to you and then it was music and comics. It was just, that's what was going to happen. Independent. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, one final Death Valley Girls thing I need to tell you and tell the listeners. <laughs> they have a podcast and it's tremendous. And uh, I know Mark would like it. They interview uh, a ton of folks, including the guy who makes the world largest gummies, like gummy worms that are like five oh, pounds wow. and all these type of things. I don't know why I'm so attached to that episode. I think everybody talks about that one, but that's, um, that's Death Valley. <laughs> Death Valley Girls podcast. Um, but it was, it was, it, um, I appreciate your comments about the music. And I always ask folks, because I've been in this, in the area of Pacific Northwest for about 11 years. So I've been around and I, I get immersed mm-hmm. in it, but I still had this kind of like outsider's eye to the mysteries and some of the, some of the cool elements and noticing some oh, of yeah. the special stuff art wise. And uh, I appreciate it and, and, and I like it. Um, uh, so, um, one of the things I wanted to, to, to ask you, uh, about, um, Mark is to make sure, um, as we're talking here that you can connect folks to, um, your, uh, your work. And, um, we had mentioned the Patreon, which is under Mark J. Palm under, under Patreon. It's just so I don't forget, I was wondering, um, just both for me and the, and the listeners, we're to kind of come into contact in the different things you do just so they know that yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Patreon. Um, you can also, I can I sell zines and books, um, stuff like the Punch, Kill, and the Fang on my Etsy. Um, and that's under uh, Swell Zombie, which is one of my handles. Um, if you want to deep dive into my life or my art, search Swell Zombie. There's decades worth of blog posts and uh, there's actual, I did do experimental music. So there's swell zombie music out there somewhere. Um, But then uh, for some more artwork, more modern stuff, you can see the whole ghastly gun tinies I did for mad. Um, That's on Behance uh, for, you know, Adobe's Behance or whatever. And that's behance.net slash Mark Palm. So, that's out there i'm on instagram i post a lot of stuff on there um and yeah like i'm around here and there but uh that's those are the mostly the spots yeah and um, everybody uh yeah thank you everybody um I know uh, pretty darn soon. I I want to get a whole bunch of new Mark J Palm material. Ch- check it out. It's such such great stuff. And uh, oh, you can also um yeah sorry um no go ahead jump in. Uh, uh, Fanographics books also oh. um, just, they they distribute the Fang Volume One and Two. Yes. So um, they're always having sales like Halloween or you know their holiday you know Black Friday sale or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know throw it in there when you're buying, you know, ordering Richard Salah or the new clouds or something. Um, so it's a good, good little small book. Con- little yeah. Tiny book. Gorgeous book. Not I even big a, as my head. 
I own a copy. <laughs> and f- folks, uh, you comic folks who are listening, Fanographics, you hear that? Fanographics published oh, amazing Mark publisher. J. Palm stuff. A gorgeous publisher, uh, American Treasure. Fanographs, that's the imprint for the they, Fang. They dis- I got to correct you. They distribute me, but they didn't publish me. <laughs> ah, well, hey. But it's hey. just as good. <laughs> If they're touching it and distributing it, oh yeah, their they believe in it. I just, yeah, yeah, for sure. Amen, brother. Hey, uh, not going to let you go anywhere. I'm just going to throw the the big fastball uh, oh. up around inside towards your head, uh, Mark J. Palm. Why is there something rather than nothing? I'm pretty darn sure you know. Because there's got to be. There's you know nothing. This is nearly impossible to imagine uh even if you say well i mean it's just there'd be nothing there'd be black or there'd just be whiteness well there's still mm-hmm. white there's still black there's something so something um, and i think you know if th- that kind of question makes me think of you know someone saying well i'm i'm bored i'm i'm here in this room and i'm bored i'm yeah. rarely ever bored i have an imagination or i'm curious so even if i was in a white cell i wouldn't be bored there wouldn't be nothing I'd start understanding the texture of the, you know, oh, it's concrete, not metal, or it's kind of dirty. Oh, well, there's this crack, or oh, there's a bug. You know, there'd be something, not nothing. You know, it kind of helps just kind of focus on things and maybe maybe keep it in the moment if you're, you know, yeah, you know, looking around for something instead of imagining there's I, nothing. I, I, I appreciate that. Mark J. Palm has grounded me, folks. What does? Here we go. <laughs> Thanks, Mark J. Palm, for grounding Thank me. Thank you. Know, do you, yeah. you hear that every day, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I try. All right. Hey, um, uh, Mark, I just wanted, for, before we uh, take off here, I wanted to thank you so much for taking the time talking about your art. I, oh, I'd love a lot of fun. Listeners, yeah, to jump in, check out stuff. But um, I, I just wanted to just, just ask, uh, talking about music and talking about, you know, comics and independent, any, 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 any thoughts you want to comment about any of that? Maybe a couple of things you run into, things that excite you recently artistically? Oh, um, wow. Uh, what am I really excited about? I mean, there's so much out there on Instagram that you're just scrolling by. Um, I've been Did you like the of- Sandman? Have you watched the Sandman show? I haven't seen that. Um, okay. And I'm I'm an oddity because I never read the comic either. Um, but oh, I really I gotten into the boys. That's a good yes. action. Um, yes. I love that because it's a good satire and com- you know uh, superhero stuff. Which I'm a big fan of Rick Veach. So. If you like the boys, go back to the original stuff and get, you know, um, Maxi Mortal and Brat Pack. And those those are terrifyingly good like breakdowns of superhero stuff. Um, and they have good commentary on the Siegel and Schuster kind of debacle and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I dig around in the old stuff um, a lot of the times. But um, <laughs> Martin, uh, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis movies are you know, in my player right now too. So hey, I'm all over the place. Amen. V- VHS <laughs> or uh beta or DVD uh, or my VHS player, my VCR broke down. And so I'm stuck with just Blu-ray currently. Um, Dude, I'm sorry to hear that. I, um, uh, during the pandemic, everybody's the pandemic was a terrible time. But uh, one thing I can say is I went to the recycling bin one day and I looked inside and there was a VCR and I said, no oh, way. Man. 
I said, no way, this thing can't work. And because to me at that time, I'm like, this is a beautiful, like, why are people throwing out gold, you know, yeah. like in the recycling? Yeah. So I bring it in, plug it in, and the thing works. And it's right in the room where I am. And I'm oh, like, beautiful. Hey, VHS back in style. So yeah, yeah. anyways, it's the hot thing, at least up here in the Pacific Northwest, whatever oh, that yeah. says. We get the VHS oh, tapes I, again. I worked at Scarecrow Video for a number of years, so I I encourage people to go and rent movies, go rent VHS and DVDs and Laserdisc. They have them all there. They're still there. Nearly 200,000 individual movies. It's beautiful. It's, a, it's amazing. Uh, oh, I'm I will. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Music recommendation. Yes. Uh, the, new, the new OCs is great. Okay. Uh, I, I just love that band. They're, they're always kicking it ass. Um, right now it's the very punk leaning album. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm jamming to right now. Yeah. And, uh, uh, just another thing, uh, just this past Saturday, so Alice in Chains up in Washington, up uh, mm. over past the board, or Alice in Chains and Breaking Benjamin and, 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 and Bush with my son, and Alice in Chains shirt on, he's 13 years old, and it was just one of those moments, I'm like, man, we're both headbanging, and, and we, were just, we were just loving it, so it's been nice to chat with you, Mark, and thinking yeah, about awesome. um, music and the cool stuff uh, that you make. I said Thank it a billion you. times. Everybody, check out Mark's stuff. Uh, such such great energy. L- laugh, uh, feel the wrongness of some of the panels sometimes, <laughs> and the discomfort. Go with those feelings, and uh, <laughs> you know you, you're having a great uh, art experience. Um, Mark, you're great. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for coming on, man. Not a problem. Anytime. Thanks a lot. This is Something Rather Than Nothing, 